This is the Ivy Retirement Podcast with Peter Laufenberg from the Ivy League Advisory Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Peter provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding social security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is the Ivy Retirement Podcast with Peter Laufenberg. Hello, and welcome back to the Ivy Retirement Podcast. My name is Peter Laufenberg from the Ivy League Advisory Group. If at any point during the show you want to learn more information, please feel free to give me a call at 866-360-2724 or visit us online at theivag.com. And while at the website, feel free to head over to our podcast page, check out our past shows, and to subscribe to our show on iTunes, Google Play, or Spotify. That will ensure that you always keep up to date with our latest episodes. Today, we're going to talk about the seven deadly sins of retirement planning. Now, I'm sure a lot of you are familiar with the seven deadly sins uh, from Christian theology, but we're going to translate <laughs> that over uh, to retirement planning today. But before we get into that, I want to welcome in my co-host, Tony. Tony, how are you today? Well, Peter, I, I don't think you have to be religious to have heard of the seven deadly sins. Obviously, uh, you know, throughout uh, history, they've popped up in, you know, music and movies, but uh, sure. Yeah. I mean, obviously, uh, it's interesting. <laughs> That's an interesting topic <laughs> you've chosen. Uh, it sounds like a sinfully good idea to me. <laughs> but, <laughs> wow. Are we going to lay on the puns yeah, here today, yeah, Tony? We're laying it on pretty thick today. So, uh, no, it's going to be a fun discussion. That's kind of a fun analogy. Uh, but before we get into that, I have to ask, Peter, how have you been? Are you keeping busy? Yeah, no, I've been good. Thanks. Uh, yes, I've been keeping busy, you know, but keeping a watchful eye on what's going on with the news, with the the COVID stuff. You know, you and I have been doing these podcasts now for you know, half a year and we're still talking about COVID. Um, but overall, things are good, busy. Um, but uh, yeah, how about yourself? How are you doing? Yeah, I've been great. Thanks for asking. Just really busy. Uh, just moved my father-in-law into senior living. Uh, so that kept me busy the last few days and just yep. other than that work and family stuff. Uh, but yeah, I, I think this is great. So where do we start with this whole idea of the seven deadly sins of retirement planning? Yeah, I realize this is kind of an interesting way to talk about it, but I think it, I think it will really be good. So the first deadly sin that I want to talk about with retirement planning is envy. You know, it's easy to understand envy when a neighbor buys a new car or takes a lavish vacation. However, envy can also factor in when we're talking about investments. You know, there's plenty of stories about uh, the millions of dollars that are made by some cryptocurrency speculator or the guy that invested in Apple before the iPhone. You know, envying someone else's big score in the market can potentially drive dangerous investment decisions for you in your retirement savings. Okay, so obviously uh, retirement savings are huge. We we want that sounds uh, good. We want to make sure we're making the right decisions there. Uh, now, I think it could be tempting to be jealous of our neighbor's success and then have that impulse to keep up with the Joneses, though, right? Yeah, I mean, that's true, Tony. And I'm sure that can be a struggle for a lot of people. But it's always good to remind yourself that you're making assumptions based on limited information, right? You likely don't know their full financial picture. So it's unlikely to, that you should make a judgment on their purchases or their losses or their successes because you don't know everything that's going on. 
you know, when you think back to grade school, for example, you know, everyone is in the same class, everyone took the same test, so you could compare results and it was natural to do so. However, you know, in, in the adult world, as you get there, things are far more complicated and there's a lot more going on. And so to try to make an apples to apples comparison just doesn't make sense because in the real world, it's really an apples to oranges comparison. So don't let envy of what others are doing in the retirement savings specifically drive what's going to happen in your savings or your retirement plan in general. Yeah, well put. So what's the next of the seven deadly sins of retirement planning then? Yeah, so the next uh, of the seven deadly sins that I want to touch upon is wrath. And, and, you know, understandably, retirement doesn't necessarily lend itself to a, a natural fit for the perceptions of wrath, right? However, one place that wrath can come into play when we're talking about um, retirement planning is when you make that decision to leave a job or transition out of a job, right? Resigning in anger has been glorified in music or in movies and popular culture, right? There is a rush that comes with telling someone off, uh, and that can be pretty alluring, but you don't want to do that, right? If you leave a, a job in, in a wrathful uh, way, one, you're burning bridges. Burning bridges, you never know when for some reason you may run into someone that you were working with, that you worked with at the past job, and all of a sudden you left them uh, in a way that now you no longer can work with them or talk with them or have any sort of relationship that may be now beneficial to you. Also, if you're not uh, leaving for retirement, you're just changing jobs to, to do something different, leaving in a way um, that is wrathful, could you leave you in a position of not necessarily being able to find uh, another job quickly where you're going to have to start drawing down your retirement savings or dipping into that emergency fund that we always talk about? You know, I'm not saying don't necessarily leave a job if you don't like it, but make sure you don't leave it in, in anger. Um, make sure you prepare yourself for any sort of transition as you look to transition from from working at one job to another job or from working uh, at your current job into retirement. Right. So, I mean, I think that's well put. So it's such an iconic uh, scene from that movie. I'm going to bring it up. It's an oldie. But uh, when Jerry Maguire holds the fish up in the air and, you know, show me the money, that whole thing. Uh, remember that <laughs> yeah tony show me the money right and that's a great transition into the next of the seven deadly sins of retirement planning and that's greed you know often investors uh, can get greedy and go after the biggest returns and chase the market and greed can lead to a mentality of get rich quick where people abandon their long-term goals in pursuit of trying to chase the quick buck you know former Fed, uh, former federal reserve chairman alan greenspan um, called this something uh, a mentality of irrational exuberance or a market frenzy. And, and it's really just chasing greed. You know, it's important that people keep their eye on the long-term horizon and, and avoid trying to get greedy with some sort of short-term win. Well, yeah. I, I mean, obviously, a lot of people do. Greed drives a lot of people. That one I get. Uh you know, so, uh, you know, I think it's it's you have to have long term goals and, and the focus has to stay there. Right. Yeah, I mean, exactly, Tony. The focus must remain on long term goals. And, and another deadly sin that ties into uh, retirement planning with greed is something called gluttony. Now, I know gluttony is directly related to an excessive amount of eating or drinking. How could that 
tie into retirement planning. But in this way, I like to think of using gluttony as an example when we start talking about people's risk appetite, right? Their their risk tolerance, or I call it their risk appetite, in the money that they have saved for retirement. You know, like gluttony, if you eat more than you can stomach, you're all, you're going to feel some sort of pain, right? Uh, you're going to fill yourself up and not be a happy camper. Same with um, not having the right or the appropriate amount of risk in your assets. If you chase some risky assets looking for the, to make a quick return or that high from the market going up really fast, the pain might be there when the market drops significantly and now has a huge impact on your retirement planning. Yeah, and, and so far you've covered four of the seven deadly sins of retirement planning, right? Yes, we've touched upon four, envy, wrath, greed, and gluttony. Okay, so now we're on the final three of the seven deadly sins then from this article. Uh, What's the next one? So the next one is sloth, right? And I'm not talking about the cute mammal that goes from treetop to treetop down in Central and South America. I'm really talking about sloth in the sense of laziness. laziness. And that's something that, you know, as cute as a sloth an animal is, laziness is not necessarily that cute. No. And in this case, you know, laziness, what I'm talking about is when people don't necessarily move forward in creating some sort of retirement plan, right? You hear people talk about it. You hear us talk about it on this podcast or your friends and family, they move forward and they've created a plan. They've created estate documents. They've made sure everything is set to go for retirement. Yet you keep hearing that and don't make the decision to do it. As as Ben Franklin, or one of our founding fathers said, if you fail the plan, you're planning to fail. And if you don't have a plan going into retirement and you continue to put it off, then at some point you're going to find yourself in retirement and things are not necessarily going to go the way you want them to go. Right. Right. So laziness is a bad one is what you're saying, right? <laughs> well, they're all bad, right? Sloth. Yeah, I've sloth heard I've heard a of... sloth. I've heard it takes 30 days for a sloth to just digest one leaf. Wow. Yes, it takes longer than that for me to digest a steak. So. Well, that's interesting with Thanksgiving dinner coming up. Yeah. It, it might yeah, take we'll me 30 see. days to process that, too. Yeah. But, yeah. But, but but that's the animal, Tony, right? Not the, right. Not the laziness part. Right. It's the laziness part. So uh, who, knew, who knew we could learn so much from one sin, right? <laughs> Absolutely. There certainly is a lot to be learned, Tony. You may want to stay on top of your investments through regular financial reviews with your financial service professional. In addition, at the Ivy League Advisory Group, we provide something called the Generational Vault, which is a a way for folks to follow their financial data 24-7, not only the accounts that they may have, but all the information, the plans, the documents that go with it are all inside this Generational Vault, a one-stop shop for you to access the information that you need for your retirement plan. Right, and that generational vault is amazing. I, I, I've I've played around with it a bit, and I think it's amazing. You offer it for free. It's in, it's encrypted with the same level of encryption most banks use, and people can keep all their important documents, copies of powers of attorney, and financial documents, uh, where they can check the status, and then they can leave the password with somebody they trust mm-hmm. uh, in case something should happen to them. It's like a virtual safe deposit box. Uh, yeah, and uh, that's yeah, it's, really handy. It's great, Tony. We, you know, obviously we use it on our end. We put documents in there for the clients and, and link accounts, but we have clients who also use it for their own personal information, meaning they can upload, let's say, uh, uh, well, 
estate documents, for example, as you mentioned, even pictures, uh, all those types of things. It is a secure, essentially cloud, uh, uh, cloud, um, cloud drive. Yeah, Yeah, it's it's a secure cloud server. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Cloud server. Uh, And it's great. And, you know, people can access that if, you know, they work with us with our firm and it's on our our website, theivag.com. Awesome. Now we're down to the last two deadly sins. Uh, I guess that would leave lust and pride. I'm interested to see where you go with these. (laughs) Yeah, thank you. You know, yes, Tony, you're right. We are left down to the last two. So the next one I want to touch upon is probably the most scandalous of the seven, and that's lust, right? Now, this is one where, you know, you don't want to allow your goals and your desires to become unrealistic. Set manageable goals and strategies. You may lust after your own private island, but is that really a, 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 the way you should go? Or is it more sensible to think about uh, uh, something smaller in Florida that you can retire to? It may not be your private island, but it could be your own private escape in retirement, right? There's a difference between setting unre- unreasonable goals and setting goals that you can actually achieve. Or another one, right? Let's say you want to triple your retirement savings in one year. It's quite likely uh, that you're probably setting an unreal unreal expectation about your savings account. That's where an expert comes in, right? That's where someone comes in and says, hey, look, that's a great goal to have, but it's a little... Um, let's say lustful to do that. Let's set a goal that that's more achievable that's still going to allow you to retire uh, and and get to the point where you want to be in retirement. So our next one is pride. Then uh, tell me how does how does this relate to uh, financial planning? So when we get to the the last one here, Tony, right, is pride, and pride is often the hardest one to overcome because essentially what that means is you have to set your your pride aside and sit down with someone, a financial per, uh, service professional, and, and work with them about what are your goals and what do you plan to do in retirement. A lot of people can come to the table with preconceived notions or they have done a very good job about saving, so they think they can create a plan just in and of themselves. And in many cases, that's true. But it also is going to help folks to set aside that pride a little bit to work with someone who's this is their area of expertise, and they're going to be able to help them um, really shape their plan and their retirement savings to be able to get to the realistic goal uh, of retiring when they want to and how they want to. Right. And don't compound all these sins we've been talking about by letting your pride stop you from getting the help you need to achieve your goals for retirement. I think that's what you're trying to say there, because uh, obviously some people think, no, I can go it alone or I don't need help. Uh, we were talking before the show. That's a guy thing. You know, we <laughs> it let, is a guy. Yeah, we let we things let... go. We think we've got it. No, I'm not going to worry about that right now. I don't need that. And then sure enough. Uh, yeah. Then then it's too late. So you want to yeah. work with a financial advisor and planner uh, now rather than later. Uh, and, you know, I think uh, it's hard to admit you need advice or help sometimes, though, for some people. Absolutely. And and, and look, you, you hit the nail on the head there, Tony, right? The, the whole thing about pride is, unfortunately, by not speaking up, any of the other, quote unquote, sins that we've talked about today, um, they compound on themselves if you're not, if you're not willing to sit down and, and have a conversations about stuff. And, and there is never really a, a bad time to start a conversation about retirement income planning. But the truth of the question is the best time to do it is when you're ready. And honestly, the best time to do it was yesterday. 
Um, but that's okay. Walk into our doors uh, today and we can start, uh, you know, sit down and start having a conversation about let's start putting things in place again so that you have retire- both the retirement savings and also the retirement plan that make sure you can uh, essentially make it through your retirement years. Yeah, that's the key right there. Well, uh, I didn't think you could do it, Peter, <laughs> but you did it. You actually went over the seven deadly sins of retirement planning. It took a little creativity, but thank yeah. you, Tony. What an analogy. All right. Well, uh, it's been a great show, but we're out of time. Is there anything else you want to add before we go today? Yeah, I would say if folks are interested uh, in sitting down and starting a conversation or getting a second opinion about uh, a plan that you may have developed someplace else, uh, give us a call at 866-360-2724 or visit us online at the IVAG.com. Uh, we can set an appointment either in person or we can do it virtually given what's going on in the world right now um, and start that conversation. We can start talking about uh, how are things going? What does your savings look like? How can we position everything to, again, make sure that you have the retirement income you need that's going to make sure that you have the retirement um, uh, that's going to meet the retirement goals that you want and also create the retirement lifestyle that you want um, when you get to that point. So again, that number is 866-360-2724 or visit us online at the IVAG.com. All right. Thanks, Peter. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of the Ivy Retirement Podcast with our host, Peter Laufenberg. Thanks, everybody. Have a great week and a great Thanksgiving. Thank you for listening to the Ivy Retirement Podcast. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Peter Laufenberg at the Ivy League Advisory Group. Call 866-360-2724 or visit them online at theivag.com. Investment advisory services offered through the Ivy League Advisory Group, LLC. Tilton, New Hampshire, 866-360-2724. A registered investment advisor registered in the state of New Hampshire and Vermont. Peter Laufenberg and the Ivy League Advisory Group, LLC, are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.